Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital extends its healing mission beyond its hospital doors. As it presents this vital podcast series, it's Your Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. The city of Santa Clarita recently launched a bike sharing program. Several Southern California communities even have scooter sharing programs. It's easy now to hop on a bike or a scooter, but what precautions should you take to ensure your safety, especially from head injuries? My guest today is Dr. Bud Lawrence. He's the medical director of Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital's Department of Emergency Medicine. Dr. Lawrence, why is head injury safety, bike safety, scooter safety. Why is it so important? What do you see in the emergency room? Well, good afternoon. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, you know, in the emergency department, uh, that is where we see uh, patients who have been in bicycle accidents. They generally are going to end up making their way to the emergency department. Uh, and what we usually see are uh, people with uh, when it comes to head injury, they can have concussions on the lighter side if it's just a mild head injury. Uh, or we unfortunately do see patients who are sicker from their head injury. They can have uh, skull fractures and actually bleeding in the brain, uh, which certainly can be life threatening. Yikes. So let's talk about helmets because they haven't been around that long. When I was young, I don't think I wore a helmet on a bike, but. What are helmets designed to do? Are they really designed to save lives? Can they prevent concussions? Tell us a little bit about helmets. Well, uh, I agree. When I was a kid, I did not wear a helmet either, and uh, and I fortunately made it uh, this far. Uh, but I have to say, uh, the advances in helmet technology uh, do save lives. So uh, we oftentimes will see patients who uh, weren't wearing a helmet and they have a severe injury, and we see patients who were wearing a helmet and may have no injury or just a mild injury. And you have to understand that every accident is different. But uh, when it comes to emergency medicine and uh, the things that I see on a daily basis, uh, you know, clearly I would tell my children, my family members, uh, there's no question about wearing a helmet. Uh, they they certainly uh, give you protection well above and beyond not wearing the helmet. And the bottom line is you, you never know when an accident's going to happen. Unfortunately, uh, these things usually are unexpected. So uh, when that accident does happen, you want to be as best prepared for it as possible. And absolutely, helmets should be on your list of things to have. So if they're on the list of things to have for parents, what activities do children need to wear helmets for? Because, you know, they do a lot of stuff that predisposes them to these head injuries. And it's not always easy to get them to wear the helmet. But if we role model, of course, that makes it, you know, more acceptable to them. But what activities should they be wearing their helmet for? You know, clearly things like bicycle riding and scooter riding, like we're speaking about today, but uh, we do see a lot of concussions when it comes to things like snowboarding and dirt biking. Um, any time where you can wear a helmet, I'd advise it. Now, there are a lot of sports where you can't wear a helmet, things like cheerleading and soccer and, and, and volleyball. There are sports where there are activities where helmets just not feasible, and unfortunately, we have to deal with concussions and head injury in those cases. Um, but again, there are uh, where we see severe head injury is going to be things that have a lot higher energy. So those will be falls while snowboarding or skiing or dirt biking and certainly bicycles and scooters. What should we be looking for now that they're, you know, gotten more technologically advanced for helmets? What is it we're looking for as a parent? We go shopping. We want to fit our child. How are they supposed to fit? What are we looking for? 
Well, you want something that fits the child's head appropriately. So something that's too small is going to ride high on the head and isn't going to provide uh, good protection. And something that's too large is just going to wobble around and, again, isn't going to provide very good protection. So you want to make sure that you try on multiple sizes to make sure that your child or even your helmet fits properly. Uh, and there is a new technology out there called MIPS, M-I-P-S, which stands for Multidirectional Impact Protection System. And so these helmets that have MIPS in them have a little additional layer of safety where the helmet glides on a sort of low-friction surface to allow for a little rotational movement and other movements uh, that just uh, provide your brain a little added protection, uh, depending on the variable way that you may fall if you do crash or any other type of impact. So that is certainly a technology advance that uh, for me, my wife, and our children, uh, we have our helmets with that technology because we feel it's, it's, an, it's a significant addition to uh, keeping us safer. Does helmet use encourage cyclists or kids to behave more recklessly? Will they be more tempted on scooters to try ramps and things like that if they're wearing a helmet? I don't think so. I, I think they're doing it anyway. I think that the kids are doing uh, that are doing the crazy things are doing the crazy things. And uh, I think that you have to be real and honest with yourself. And if you are uh, taking risk on your bicycle or scooter, uh, you should certainly be wearing a helmet. And uh, it always... Uh, it blows my mind when I see kids in the skate parks or on the streets doing crazy tricks that are, are really impressive, uh, but certainly are high risk for head trauma. And uh, I think that there is a certain stigmatism to, am I going to be cool or not cool if I'm wearing a helmet? Um, I think you have to move past that and you have to look for uh, the global picture of health, which would be to certainly uh, wear a helmet anytime you're doing those types of activities. I couldn't agree more. And sometimes you see families riding and it's so nice that they're out riding, but the kids have helmets on and the parents don't. And so you're like, okay, <laughs> not necessarily being the best role model, but what about other things? Dr. Lawrence, like wrists and knees. And do you see a lot of injuries from those kinds of things if we're using scooters or bikes? Absolutely. And so anytime you fall off of a moving uh, item, whether it be a scooter or a bicycle, uh, we do see a fair amount of wrist fractures, shoulder injuries, even shoulder dislocations, um, obviously scrapes and uh, things like that, knee injuries. And, and the other thing to think about is, you know, impact with other, you know, other moving and non-moving items. So things like pedestrians and things like vehicles. And uh, so, you know, we always advise uh, people that they should be riding in the direction of traffic. And interestingly, most accidents tend to occur within the 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. window. So certainly if you're going to be out there uh, in that evening dusk time period, always a good idea to have maybe something reflective on or they make a bunch of LED lights for the front and back of your bicycle or scooter to make you more visible. The key thing is visibility and overall rider safety uh, because we do uh, see injuries all over the body. I mean, you have to, it's like riding a motorcycle. There's very little protection rather than being in an automobile. And so uh, the risk of a significant injury or even uh, even death is, is much higher in these bicycles and scooters. So with sharing programs like the bike sharing and scooter sharing, what would you like people to know if they're going to go get involved in these bike sharing, they should be carrying their helmet with them if they know they're going to be doing this. Give us your best advice because you see it every day and you know what you're talking about. What do you want us to do with programs like I, that and make sure that we have our helmets? Yeah, I do see this. Um, 
And it's very interesting when I, you know, anecdotally, uh, these uh, bike sharing and particularly the scooter sharing programs that are so prevalent now in our bigger cities, uh, these scooters and bikes go fast, perhaps more, you know, more, more speed than you'd be able to generate otherwise. And the majority of these people riding them who are overwhelmingly adults uh, are usually using them to go from point A to point B and usually not wearing a helmet. And on top of that, they're generally, particularly with the electric scooters, riding in traffic. So uh, these are fairly high-risk behaviors. You're not always visible to vehicles. Your chance of being struck by a vehicle uh, is not zero. Uh, it's certainly uh, a reasonably high uh, chance. You have to be very cautious, and you should certainly wear a helmet. And on top of that, I feel that there is now a movement for electric scooters uh, to be personally owned, um, since they are so popular, uh, and people riding these higher-power electric scooters, they sometimes go 25, 30 miles an hour. Uh, you, you need to be safe. You need to treat it almost like a motorcycle. I agree with you. Thank you so much, Dr. Lawrence, for coming on and sharing your expertise in this department. It's so important that people hear what you're saying. Thank you again. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.